0: This is the movement of the Holy Family. Welcome to our daily rosary meditation. Let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's call to mind all those we've promised to pray for. Most of us know the story of how God makes Eve by putting Adam into a deep sleep and how when Adam wakes up and meets his new wife, he exclaims, at last, here is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. But right after Adam gives this speech, Genesis adds something which seems to kind of come from nowhere. It says, that is why a man leaves his father and mother and clings to his wife, and the two become one flesh. Well, what does this mean? And it's always kind of confused me, because once you get married, that means the two become one flesh, but you still have two brains, which makes it very difficult so what does this mean and how does it relate to Adam calling Eve bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: That the two become one flesh means that Adam and Eve are not just compatible, they are complementary. That means that they are not just capable of coexistence, they are capable of coming together to make something new, something fuller, like puzzle pieces. When they come together, reveal a whole integrated picture Man and woman are made so that they fit together and become a new organism. Remember, an organ is part of the body that performs a necessary function, but the function of human reproduction occurs when man and woman come together. So when they fulfill that function together, they are acting as a single organ, one flesh. No matter how many sad and selfish variations are tried, this is the meaning of human sexuality, of being made in God's image and likeness as man and woman. People can experiment all they want, but it doesn't change how sexuality is designed to work. Everyone knows it's written into the structure of our bodies and souls. We are made man and woman so that we have the potential to achieve the organic union of husband and wife a union that is designed to fulfill the function of bringing new life into the world. Only a man and a woman can come together, one with the other, to become a new kind of unity, one flesh, an organ of love, capable of cooperating with God in the creation of new human life. to the Holy Spirit.
1: As it was in the beginning, (laughs) as now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Oh, my Jesus. Forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: But why does Genesis say this is why a man leaves his father and mother and clings to his wife and the two become one flesh? Because before he marries, a man is totally unto himself. He's a complete single self. He is a composite made up of the fusion of his own mother and father. His parents are the parts, and he's the sum of their union. But when a man marries, when he gives himself to his wife in body and in will, then in a sense he ceases to be a whole of his own, but instead he becomes a part of a greater new whole. He and his wife fuse. They join to make one flesh and one family. And from now on, his job is not to be supported by his parents, but to support this new family he has formed through the union of marriage. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory
0: be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
1: As it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh, my Jesus. Forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: If you see yourself as the whole, you see everything as having value only insofar as it can be part of your support system. This is how children sometimes see their parents as though they are as though they just existed to support themselves as if that was their only value this is an understandable perspective for very little kids but if you don't grow out of that immature mindset it becomes a terrible way of relating to the world but when you marry you resolve you make a promise to see yourself as a part dedicated to the formation and support of a greater reality. From now on, your success or failure in life will hinge on whether you give yourself, give all you have to this unity of persons that is the family. That becomes the primary way that you serve God, by serving your spouse and kids. It also becomes the primary way you fulfill your own identity in life. Are you a good husband and father? Are you a good mother and wife? Those are the most crucial crucial questions to anyone who is married. And if you walk away from your role as father, if you walk away from your role as wife and mother, then you are walking away from what you are. You're like a heart feeling to pump blood or a lung refusing to draw air. You are part of something greater who is not fulfilling its essential function, and you are lost. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: Now, it's a big deal to make yourself one flesh with someone else. It's not something to be done lightly. It is to identify yourself as no longer complete in yourself, but rather part of a larger organism. And practically, that means you're dedicating the rest of your life to serve other human beings, your wife and your kids, until death. It's the greatest natural joy there is on this earth, being a spouse, being a parent. It's also the greatest natural responsibility on earth. And it demands we stop living for ourselves, that we stop thinking in terms of just us and our personal support system. That's what it means to leave your father and your mother so as a resolution let's first during this decade ask the holy spirit to inspire us to see the ways that we just think of ourselves and we and we tend wrongly to see those around us as supporting us and giving to us let's turn it around and let's make a resolution today to see ourselves as part of a bigger whole, and giving to them and supporting them. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us.
0: Do you know why Jesus only called men to be apostles? You tell me. It's probably not for the reason you're thinking. Because if he wouldn't have invited men, it probably would have ended up all women. Now, that's not the real theological reason, (laughs) but it's really true, isn't it? So often, women are so willing to come forward and take responsibility for their faith. And so often men hang back.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm making a call, I'm calling out all the men today. <laughs> you men are not responsible to make sure your children are holy. They have free will. You can't, you're you can't control that. What you are responsible for is to give your children holy fathers. And you are in control of that. So I'm inviting you men to come and join us for our retreat this Lent, March 24th through the 26th. I know, I know, it's March Madness, but I'll make it possible for you to watch a game if you need to. You can sign up by going to our website, schooloffaith.com, click on retreats, bring a buddy, bring another guy, and we'll live friendship, good conversation, and the rosary. Share this with others.